Hi guys, I'm Alice. You're listening to English on the Go. 你在收听的是英文一点通 When a foreigner asks you, "How are you?" What's your answer? In this episode, we're going to be talking about the tips to form a friendly and pleasant conversation with people. 当外国人问你你好吗，你的回答是不是 I'm fine, thank you, and you? 或者是 so so? 那当这么回答的时候，对方反而会认为你的英文不太好，而渐渐失去想继续交谈的心情。更严重的是，想快点结束跟你的对话。我们今天要探讨的主题是。母语人士是如何回复对方的问候，以及如何自然地开启一个使双方都愉快的对话内容 ？Don't go away, I'll be right back. When you hear people say "How are you?", how do you respond? Do you say "I'm fine, thank you," and "You"? It's the most natural response for Taiwanese people because we learned it from our textbooks in schools. There are not many native speakers of English living in Taiwan. The only chance to practice English was in the classroom, of course, with the classmates and the teacher. But if you want to respond more naturally, don't say what your textbook and teacher wants you to say. You can say "good," "great," but no matter which one you say, don't say "so so" or "I'm so so." This wording is ambiguous and doesn't give any information about how you feel. By saying "so so," you're self-isolating. You only isolate for fourteen days to make sure you don't get COVID nineteen. But if that is not the case, don't say so so, cause it will lead to no conversation at all. You can say I'm okay instead. If you're a foreigner and just arrived in Taiwan, listen. Don't feel boggled when you hear Taiwanese say so so to you. They're not keeping a distance from you and don't want to talk to you. On the contrary, Taiwanese people are very nice and friendly, and somehow like to, well, make friends with foreigners. I've mentioned earlier the reason why they always seem to say so so. Well, I won't explain again here. You can go back if you missed that part. So that's about how to respond to a foreigner who asks, "How are you?" What's your favorite response? Leave a comment to let me know. In the last part of the content, we said that you should not use "so so" to answer the person, because such an answer is very misleading. 不给出好或不好、是或不是的答案，这种不带有个人意见以及观感的答案，无形中会制造出一个距离感。那在商业交流是个致命伤。现在的这个商业往来，在这个 business English 里面，无论是写 emails 或者是社交对话，大家追求的都是越能拉近彼此的距离是越好。如果人家问候你 “How are you”， 你可以回 “Great”， 表达很棒啊。或者是 good 还不错，但如果你不想给这么
高的答案，不想给这么满的答案，你想回答还可以或者还过得去，那就回答 I'm okay， 表示还好，还可以。虽然说 so so 是因为以前读书的时候教科书上这么教我们的，但这种说法跟真正外国人互相聊天的时候，就会发现他们不会这么说的。甚至当你说 so so 的时候，他们还会不太了解为什么你要这么说，还会有还会想听你继续解释一下你的 so so 是什么意思。有些人可能还会觉得你在保持距离。那我们保持距离的行为用在防疫就好，这种需要拉近彼此距离的这个时候啊，这种说法就免了吧。下一段我们还会说说如何进行一场愉快的对话，使对方呢在心里对你留下好印象。那在开始前呢？我们有几个重点单字来介绍给大家。在刚刚的英文部分里面，有提到一个字叫 wording，W-O-R-D-I-N-G， 它是当名词用，它的意思是用字措辞的意思。在刚刚英文版本的那一段话是 ：This wording is ambiguous and doesn't give any information about how you feel. This wording， 这样子的措辞 is ambiguous。是模棱两可的。Next, self-isolate 用一个 dash 符号，用一个横杠隔开它。Self 放一个横杠 ，isolate。它的意思呢是自我隔离，自我跟其他人隔开的意思。那如果想要放时间的话，比如说自我隔离多久，你可以加一个 for。那这跟防疫要隔离的那个 quarantine。不太一样，它就只是在形容一般的状况，你自己跟大家隔开。再来下一个 ，boggle。那这个字 boggle，b o g g l e， 它作为动词，它的意思呢是 to have difficult imagining， 呃、uh, ，or understanding something， 使人困惑或难以理解或想象。那么在刚刚英文段落里面的句子呢，把它加个 e d， 当做是呃形容某个人的状态。所以我的句子里面会写 "Don't feel boggled when you hear Taiwanese say so so to you. Don't feel boggled. Feel boggled. 不要感觉 boggled. 不要感觉无法理解这样子。Okay, 最后一个 on the contrary. On the contrary 是非常常用在口语也好，在嗯、um, emails 里面也好，在作文里面也好。On the contrary， 我们常常会用来。啊、呃，表述我们下面要讲的话跟上面要讲的话是相反的。Taiwanese are very nice and friendly, and somehow like to make friends with foreigners. Okay, 我先说了 ，they are not keeping the distance from you or don't want to talk to you. 他们不是要跟你保持距离或不想告不想跟你说话。On the contrary, ah,、uh, Taiwanese are very nice and friendly, and somehow like to make friends with foreigners. 呃，后面讲的是台湾人啊，是非常的友善的，然后他们喜欢跟外国人交朋友。那 on the contrary 呢，作为这两个句子的有连接作用的词，后面讲的话呢才是真的。哦，所以你要用后面讲的话来否定前面的话，就用 on the contrary。When you talk to people, no matter what relationship you want to build with them, 
The point is to keep the ball rolling. Ooh, I like to use the sports metaphor to explicate what it is like in a conversation. The first person who speaks throws first to the the other person, and then the other person catches the ball and throws it back. If they keep doing this, the conversation continues. It doesn't matter whether they are good or them in the activity. The point is to keep the ball rolling. Well, or if I should have said, to keep the ball flying. <laughs> as long as one of you don't drop the ball, the conversation won't stop. If it stops, you need to wait for next time. Probably you've got to introduce yourself again in order to send your message across. Don't let it happen. Here is what I found about ways to start and develop a nice conversation. First, ask some deep, open-ended questions: why or how, not just yes/no questions. But if you are the first person to speak, don't ask information questions. That's a little bit rude. You need to ask some easy questions. So here comes the second tip. Ask easy questions if you are the first person to speak. Like, "Hey, did you hear the news that they want to change the product name?" Or, "Did you watch the latest episode of Emily in Paris last night?" People ask these kind of questions to know if they have the same experience doing something or have something in common. Number three, it's never too much to compliment the other person. Say. Oh, I like your shirt today. It's a good conversation starter and a perfect opening line. When you give the other person a compliment, you're opening a door to discussion and a further business partnership. When you make the people you're talking to feel good about themselves, they are more likely to talk to you. Next, number four, don't be afraid to open up. Say something personal. People will return the same. Okay. Number five, let the other person do the talking. When they start to talk and talk and talk and just can't stop, it means you ask the right question and it hits the spot. Being a good listener doesn't mean shut your mouth throughout the conversation. No, it does more than you think. When you are getting a sense that you just asked the right question, let them talk and ask two or more follow-up questions, depending on how much time you expect to spend in this conversation on this person. When you leave the conversation, they will still remember that they just had a nice conversation with you. Shangyi 主动问问题，而且是问有深度的开放式的问题，让对方想一下的那一种。你可以问WH开头的，例如 Why, What, Where, When, How，像这一种。
。开放式的问题是可以让对方有机会发挥，也可以先试探对方对哪方面比较有自己的观点。Okay. 第二，如果你是这场对话第一个开口说话的人，千万别问讯息问题，也就是这个第一个技巧说的那种 W H 开头的问题，因为这太有点没礼貌了。要问就问 Yes No 的问题，例如你听说商品名称要换了吗？或是你昨天看了某个影集的最新一集了吗？那这种对方可能只需要回答 Yes 或者是 No 的问题，目的就是要找出你跟对方的共通点。那这样你就可以用这个共通点拉近彼此的距离喽。接着你只要慢慢带入你想说的话题就可以了。第三，不要吝啬赞美别人，这也很可以作为开场白。例如你在等电梯的时候，就可以跟对方说：“哎，你今天的衬衫很好看，哎，是不是哪个牌子的？”让别人心情好，那对你印象也不错，你无形中就等于为这个关系铺路了。第四点。别害怕说自己的观点，或是透露出一些自己的私事，那这是一种人类的心理作用了。好像别人对我们敞开心胸，我们也可以比较能卸下自己一点防御心态。那卸下防御心态，敞开心胸，那彼此的距离是不是也可以拉近了呢？加上如果你平常做人也不差，日积月累下，那就能建立信任感。第五。对方很想说的时候，就让他说，因为对方开启了话匣子，就代表你问对问题了，你骚到他的痒处了。这时你就可以扮演好的倾听者。那好的倾听者呢，不等于把嘴巴闭紧紧的听对方长篇大论。如果你完全没有回应，或者是表示认同的点点头，那对方也只会把你当成是一个听话的机器人，完全没有想要跟你继续聊天的这个价值。但如果你一边听他说，一边能抓住空档问两三个问题，而且是针对他的内容发问的问题，那对方呢就会觉得，哎，第一，你有注意听他说话哦；第二，从你问问题的方式，他知道你是能够跟上他思维的人。那这一点就很重要，因为人类随时都在找能够理解自己或在专业能力上能促使自己进步的人。当他从你发问问题的精准度知道你的潜力时，那你对他有价值喽，他就会记住你，并且印象是好的，因为你借着聆听他说话，表达出尊重。就算没有达到这个 level， 至少他在结束你跟他的对话后，仍会记得这是一段令他感受不错的对话。作为建立双方关系一个初步的对话，其实这样就足够了。以下呢是几个重点单字。第一个是 hit the spot， 如果你要直接翻译的话，就是打到那个点。那 hit the spot 在英文里面呢，它的意思是 to be exactly what is needed， 就是呃切合要处，切中需求。例如在刚刚的英文版本的那一段里面呢， hit the spot 是怎么用的？当我们讲到第五点 number five， 在问问题，然后有问对问题。呃，对方开始长篇大论的时候，代表说 ，You ask the right question and he hits the spot. The question hits the spot. 那个问题啊，问的恰到好处，然后让他那正好是你需要的，也正好是他需要可以用来长篇大论发挥的这个问题。So the question hits the spot. 再来第二个 ，Keep the ball rolling. Keep the ball rolling 是一个用。运动的词汇来做的比喻，比喻
某一个东西可以持续的往前进。Keep the ball rolling. Keep K E E P the ball 那个球 rolling roll R O L L 是滚的意思。那我们加上 I N G keep the ball rolling， 让球持续的往前滚动。那我们在刚刚英文版本的这个段落里面是怎么用它的呢？ The point is to keep the ball rolling. 重点是要让这个对话持续的往前进。下一个字 ，explicate, explicate, e x p l i c a t e, explicate. 它的意思呢就是 to explain something in detail, especially a piece of writing or an idea. For example, 好例句 ，use the sports metaphor. 使用这种在运动场的譬喻法 to explicate， 去解释 what it is like in a conversation， 在这个对话里面是感觉是怎么样子，它就是可以当动词，那后面直接放你想要解释的东西就可以了。那通常是放一个 idea， 你想解释的一个意建议、意见或者是一段话这样子。下一个。Open-ended questions. 你听到后面有 questions. 那 open-ended 就形容这个什么样子的 questions， 这是一个开放式的问题。Open-ended， 我们把这两个字放在一起，用一个 dash 符号，用一个横杠把它连接起来。开放式问题。那在刚刚英文段落里面，我们是怎么使用这个字的呢 ？Ask more deep, open-ended questions. 啊、哦，就这么简单。Ask open-ended questions. 你可以说我喜欢你的这个开放式问题。I like your open-ended questions. 那你可以说我我一直都很讨厌这种开放式问题，让我不知道怎么回答嘛。就是我很讨厌开放式问题。I hate to answer an open-ended question. 我讨厌去回答一个开放式问题。最后一个 rude, R-U-D-E, rude， 它是一个形容词，来形容一个人。哎、uh, ，rude 是什么字？我们很常不了解国外的文化，然后做出或说出一些话，让他们觉得不舒服，然后觉得我们很 rude。Rude means not polite or be offensive. If you say something to make people feel uncomfortable, you are rude. 如果你让你说什么话让别人不开心，你就是没礼貌。Rude means 是 like grasping at straws at the beginning of learning your language. 一开始学英文的时候，因为还在试图了解这个英文世界的逻辑，所以你会觉得一团混乱。You're trying to make sense of everything, literally everything. So of course, at the beginning, everything seems so chaotic. But if you keep practicing, one day, in the end, you'll find your way out. 但只要你能持续每天练习一点点，练习下去，有一天你就会发现，哎，原来我慢慢走出这个迷雾森林，渐渐抓到它的逻辑，可以自己运用了。那在这之前呢，期许大家都能持之以恒，每天听一点 English on the Go 这个节目，增加听力以及学到几个重点单字。In the next episode, you will be learning about the idioms with hand. 
跟手有关的一些片语，还有一些常见的表达方式。See you in my next episode. Bye. Smile.